What is up, crew? Welcome to the lounge episode, I believe, 124. It is June the 14th, 2021. Looks like we had uh, Southpaw RX out there right off the bat. Uh, probably number one. Rich White coming in, G23 out there. And I'm sure we'll have more file in as you do. Make sure that you say hey out there and we'll say hey back. If we don't, then... Um, you can do one of two things, uh, and that is you can either type the at CloverTac, use the little at symbol, CloverTac, all one word, no spaces on that. That should highlight and tag me where I can see your comment, or you can always do a super chat. But again, that's not required if you use the at symbol, CloverTac, all one word. Uh, speaking of uh, commenting and stuff like that, remember that if you are in replay, the conversation can always continue down below wherever you're at, audio, video, platform, whatever. There's going to be comments, uh, and you can jump down there and leave those. Looks like the gun snob jumping in. Andrew Faulkner out there. Gerald in the house. What is up, everybody? Um, also, yeah, as usual, shout out and big thanks to the Patreon uh, patrons talk a little bit more about that here in a second as well as the youtube channel members and all those who do super chat uh, throwing their uh, very hard-earned dollars our way to help support the efforts here on the channel uh, speaking of patreon patrons and youtube channel members directly following this podcast that'll be the top of the hour nine eastern eight central will be the june 2021 patreon lawn chair pop we do that. Started that for the Patreon patrons. Uh, also uh, trying to work slowly but surely the YouTube channel members into that little thing as well. But that is a live premiere open to the public. Anybody can come over, uh, enjoy that premiere, hang out in the side chat. Really, that's what it's all about uh, is a premiere video uh, done for the Patreon patrons where we can just kind of hang out for usually... 25, 30 minutes, something along that lines uh, in the side chat while that premieres. So, again, everybody's welcome to jump over and uh, join that again at the top of the hour. Uh, Rod Gates jumping in out there in the house, as well as Keith Gregory. And I see Chris Lane jumping in. Well, it's interesting on my end right now. I don't know why this is doing this. It's usually not the case. And it's a good thing I got both windows open. But my duck, my stream yard here, it's showing the comments before the YouTube side. That's unusual. Seldom does that ever happen. Um, yeah, now we've got the announcements of that out of the way. Um, video drop yesterday. If you missed that, go check it out. Um, that video is doing real good. Um, talking about things uh, that you uh, might want to bring with you to a gun show. And uh, it's doing better than, honestly, I, I thought it would do. It's going on really good. It's sparking a lot of great conversation down in the comments on that video. So uh, if you haven't checked that one out, go check that one out. Also had a special drop. Speaking of the YouTube channel members and the Patreon patrons, a special drop for those folks uh, today uh, on an upcoming YouTube shorts. And, of course, those folks get all that stuff early, along with all kinds of other perks, right? Uh, Gizzard Gary in the house with us out there as well so i've killed time for about five minutes now which is awesome uh everybody that is gonna join us tonight probably already has and who am i kidding 15 20 minutes in usually is when everybody gets here but that's okay gonna welcome our guest co-host let's just say for tonight it's been a while trying to get this dude on um but we finally got him red coconut in the house what's happening brother Oh, it's going good, man. Really glad that I'm finally able to to jump on with y'all. It's been, like you said, it's been crazy trying to get on here. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. it's just been been work 
you know, working nonstop uh, with everything, not even just, you know, my personal job, but, you know, working with, cause I'm, I'm a member of the local like Republican party. So we do all that stuff, uh, young Republicans. So it's just, I, I, I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> right. Uh, mystic guns in the house, 45 ACP Papa, as we call him, is out there. What's up, Papa. And, uh, Mr. Stan SS pond jumping in as well. Again, I'll try to shout you out. If I miss you for some reason, be sure to let me know, call me out. Um, as we move forward, remember that with the lounge, uh, it's it's free for all and topics, questions, whatever you guys can throw them out there. We will fill them almost no matter what they are. But I want to get things rolling with uh, Red Coconut, because if you don't remember, uh, if you're out there and you have followed us through the uh, saga that is 2021 Texas constitutional carry, <laughs> when we uh, live streamed the Senate. Uh, committee testimony. Well, Red Coconut was one of those that that testified. And and first, I want to say uh, thanks for going down there, for being a part of that, for you know getting up there and, and speaking your piece. Um, your testimony was one that I did pull out and put into um, its own little video. Kind of gave, and I say its own little video with several other folks, but uh, yeah, I saw, broke I it saw out that, that highlight reel. <laughs> yeah, it kind of highlighted it because there was, man, there was so many good testimonies um, for that. The question that I've got for you, though, which is, you know, I, I never have asked this question, was you jumped in that live chat after you had, um, after you were done with your testimony. Right, so yeah. What I'm what I'm curious is I'm curious, and this is a logistical standpoint, if nothing else, or an analytical standpoint. How did you get to that live stream? Okay, so I just finished. Uh, I just finished testifying, and I was looking around, and so I went onto YouTube because, for some reason or another, the Senate link, even the one that you were using uh, for my phone, was acting up. Mm-hmm. So I go on to YouTube and I look up, you know, Texas HB 1927 live stream and you were the only one that was live streaming uh, HB 1927, the, the, the Senate hearing. Right. OK. Well, so, I, I, yeah. yeah, I went on there and I was, you know, because I, I wanted to hear the rest of the testimony as much as I could before sure. going back to the hotel room. But I mean, that was that was one hectic day of just listening to all these people. And I feel for you because you were doing that after I was done. Like I I was already done. I had logged off of the, you know, the YouTube channel and go back and see that. Oh, yeah, it was a 10 hour live stream when that was done. Right. Right. Um, Well, you know, it had had to be done. Uh, And it what you know, the. The interesting thing from my from my perspective, and and I'm not alone. There's a lot of folks out there, uh, Mystic Guns. I see jumping in the chat. There's a lot of folks uh, out there that that rode along. I mean, as we've done that eight hour, good lord, some of these floor debates and stuff uh, have went eight hours. Uh, there's people that have rode along the entire ride almost on those. But one of the things that's great is it really gives you more of a perspective. You know what I mean? I mean, when you, um, yeah, it's brutal. Don't get me wrong, but you hear all of the different sides of the arguments. You kind of understand people's demeanor, the people that are really opposed to something. You start to see patterns, right? And some type of framework into how they're setting things up, right? How they're trying to play that game. Um, and there's a lot that can be, there's a lot that can be learned if you get away from what I call headline culture, right? And pay a little more attention and get a little more involved in the stuff there's a lot that can be learned. Yeah. T.T. Watts came in and, and said exactly what I was thinking. You know, you, you, we saw them 81 percenters <laughs> out there. Right. And you could really tell who was who because you had, you know, so many. They all have this look about them that they were just very, very unhappy that they had to be there. And you could tell, obviously, you could tell them apart from that button. But each one of them that went up there, I mean, they – I don't know if anybody else had this experience, but when, cause I got there pretty early so I can try to get in line, even though both of the rooms were filled, the initial room and then the overflow room filled almost immediately. 
and I was in line, and then there was just this flood of these 81 percenters right behind me. And I turned around, and they wanted to, like, hand me a button. They wanted to, you know, hey, you should you should do it. I'm like, you have no idea why I'm here. <laughs> right. Right. Now, you think they were just uh, overzealous, like they thought the majority of people were there against it, or? Well, well, probably, you know, I'd like to think that that's at least that's it. But, you know, the reason uh, and it's funny, the reason that I went with the name Red Coconut, which is going to be my my YouTube channel from this point on mm-hmm. is because uh, I, I'm, I'm Hispanic. So I get this joke all the time that with the way that I I behave and because I'm a Republican or I'm at least conservative, you know, I'm a coconut. I'm brown on the outside, but I'm really white on the inside. <laughs> and so, and so, like there, I part of me wants to assume that it's just because they didn't see if I had any affiliation on me. They wanted to give me a button, uh, or maybe they saw a Hispanic guy. It's like, yeah, he's probably he's probably one of us, right? Uh, Mr. Watt out there, he is laying down the eighty-one percent. By the way, that is an emoji available to YouTube channel members. Uh, if you see, I put it out there, the green, I did, I went green. I wasn't about to go red. Uh, I went green, 81, 81 out there. Uh, that is one of the, one of the cool emojis that you can, uh, you can get. I had to add that one. I'll throw the rest of them out there since we're talking about the channel emojis. There they are. Uh, so just a perk, if you're out there, I haven't seen anybody yet jump in that was a uh, channel member, but, uh, they'll be able to use those, uh, as well. So I want to. Uh, I've got a quick question or I got something that I'd like to put on your, your radar. I don't know if you know about it or not. And it might be, it, it might be an interesting thing. First of all, I mean, to get on maybe their podcast on Sunday, but are you familiar with the locked and loaded Latinos? Uh, I do. I am. I am not. Okay. I, I, I try to get with as many groups as I can, but I haven't. So I will, uh, I will shoot you some info once this is, uh, once this is done or later on, maybe tonight, uh, don't want to take up a whole lot of time, obviously with this talking about it, but, uh, yeah, I'd like to put, uh, those two in touch with you, you in touch with those two. Um, but from the, from that perspective, the Latino, the Hispanic, I don't even know now with all the it drives me up the wall, right? With all the nomenclature and the boxes and the check boxes and all this other stuff. It's like, what do you call whoever? Right. Um, it, it seems like you get in trouble, right? Everybody's looking for a gotcha. Like, Oh, you called that person. So-and-so. And it's like, well, I didn't mean any malice by it. That's just, yeah. I mean, but what I was whole- trying to say, but, um, but I'm curious what your thoughts are about it is that, demographic let's say um with 2a as you see is it is it gotten stronger over the last few years you think or weaker or the same or how do you think that demographic's playing out um i'm pretty sure that it's getting it's getting stronger especially with the younger ones uh because i I talk to i talk to people all the time and it's like man hispanics and latinos they're they are conservative they just they don't know it yet because they've been fed this lie like, oh, yeah, you know, the rich people, the white people, those are the Republicans and everybody else is the Democrats. And that's something that I grew up with. You know, that's something I even grew up thinking. Uh, and that's really, really pervasive. But, uh, you know, it's it's been breaking down. We even saw over there in, in McAllen that uh, the Republican, they had a GOP, uh, a conservative mayor that that just got elected and their voting base is 83% Hispanic. Uh, things are breaking up down in the, in the Rio Grande Valley. And, you know, the younger ones are the ones that are, are pushing more for freedom because personally like me, I, I don't, I, I've, I've handled guns. I've dealt with guns. I love guns, but I'm not even somebody that would consider that I wouldn't even call myself a gun person, but it's the freedom you know, it's the freedom to be able to right. to defend yourself and, and to not take away somebody else's right to defend themselves. Andrew Faulkner says, you can call me anything, but later for dinner or lunch or breakfast. 
or I guess he means late for dinner. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just don't put an X on, on Latino. If you call, if you call anybody Latin X, you'll be okay with the blue hairs, but the Latinos will be very mad at you. They have no idea what that is. I've never even heard of that. So usually I'm saying Mexican or I say Latino or I say Hispanic. Most of, mostly it's either Hispanic or Mexican. And when I'm talking Mexican, usually I'm talking Texas history, and I literally mean Mexican. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. it's like I literally mean Santa Ana, the Mexicans, you know, the nationality. Um, so, yeah, in modern times, if it's somebody that has that Spanish-speaking accent, then typically Hispanic is where I go. I say, well, they're kind of, you know, this is a Hispanic dude, you know. Um, and that gets the point across with most people. Uh, Ford Tech is out there. So is Angry Ranger and Fire and Fanatic. Aztec Warrior jumping in as well. Aztec Warrior says, I'm Mexican, not Latino. Well, there you go. Uh, again, it's the same way with uh, gender or whatever. I absolutely mean no offense. And if I get it wrong, correct me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm totally I okay that. with that. Yeah, and, and you know, it comes down to, you know, you're, you're going you're gonna to be fine with your heritage. You're going to be fine with your country comes from. But it's whenever they start changing. And the reason that Latinos get mad, because Latinx is because apparently like the blue hairs on the left, they got really upset that Spanish is a gendered language. And so they put instead of Latino or Latina, they put an X. So that way you cover all the other genders and everything. I get it now. Yeah. And Latinos really really hate that <laughs> and that is true that's one of the reasons i screw up with spanish so much is the words are different depending if only if you're talking about male or female yeah 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 i mean even different items are different genders and right it's really tough and i'm a hispanic i can't speak a lick of spanish i <sighs> and that's why that's i guess right. that's another reason why they call me a coconut but right um so yeah, I'll put you in touch with uh, with Joe and and Rolo over there at Locked and Loaded Latinos. And if anybody out there in the chat has not checked that out, go check them out as uh, as well for sure. Um, yeah, heck, I don't even know where to take it now. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, let's let's move into. Have you been keeping up with constitutional carry, with uh, suppressor freedom, and with what's uh, the other big one? Uh, 2A Sanctuary uh, over the last few, well, I guess since they got out of the Senate. Uh, I haven't kept up with uh, Suppressor. Uh, okay. But whenever, it, uh, I was actually honestly really surprised, and I hate to say it, but uh, I was really surprised that we passed uh, constitutional carry because we all knew, you know, it was going to go back to the House and there was going to be that point of order. And we were all really nervous about it going into that special committee to try to get it passed. And when it did, I'm really happy about it. You know, we had a small little uh, celebration over there with our Republican Party, our county Republican Party. Right. And, you know, we were, we we talk about it because uh, one of our one of the ladies who's there with us, she's really uh, she runs the home office for J.M. Lozano. He's a house rep uh, for our area. Great guy. And he was keeping us updated with a lot of the uh, priority bills, constitutional carry being one of them. And so whenever it passed, we had a small little, you know, so. I think we lost your mic there. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Did you get me now? You're back. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I know it's been, I know it's been passed, so that's awesome. And, right. um, uh, I know Abbott's just, I well, guess, waiting yeah. for the all the. He's waiting for all the fireworks and all the grandeur, you know, whenever he can really boost it up, I guess. But right, it, yeah, it's going to get a, Yeah, I did a, I did a podcast. That's where I kind of wanted to go with this. Is so you obviously working with the Republican Party in other state, you understand politics, and you're down there testifying. You understand the system. And how it has to play out and how it has to work. And it's not pretty and it's it, it takes time. Um, and one of the things that has aggravated me since it, it passed the Senate um, is people just thought that immediately things were going to get signed. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. First of all, there's timeframes and deadlines that are administrative. Um, and then above and beyond that, 
we're talking about landmark. Say what you you want, you know, whatever. But this is it's landmark legislation for Texas, just like yeah. it has been in any any other state that has passed it. And Abbott is not just going to sign this at three three a.m. in the morning in his office with nobody there. Come on, it, that's yeah, not going to no, happen. He's going he's gonna to rally as many people as he can to get to get them around the table for and a signing. So, and, and so, and, so many people have been going, oh, he's going to veto it. He's just biding his time or, you know, they really don't want it to go through. That's why they're waiting around. And it's like, oh, I wish I wish folks could get off this negativity train just for a minute. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't celebrated yet. We, we're going to celebrate here on the channel once Abbott signs it. Um, but we haven't really celebrated yet. But. On the same token, it's like there's absolutely no reason at this point to be to be worried about it. Now, all indications show, and I did a podcast on this the other day, where uh, Senator, I mean, uh, Representative Oliverson sort of spilled the beans, and there's been a couple of other representatives and senators that have said something as well. And I have not gotten an official press release, but I only get official press releases the day before something happens, which is totally stupid. And I won't go into that rant. You can go listen to that podcast if you're out there and you want to listen to that rant. <laughs> but I think that's stupid that the governor's office don't put things out the day before. It's like, come on, I'm a one-man media operation here. I got to have time to book a room and get somewhere and, and to do stuff. It's like, give me a little bit of leadway. But I look for a press release tomorrow, but all indications are that Abbott is going to sign those three at the Alamo, which is awesome, on Wednesday. Oh, that's going to be awesome. And and the thing about it is, you know, when you when you get down to it, regardless of if he signed it that day, you know, right whenever it gets that or he signs it on Wednesday at the Alamo, it's not going to take effect until September. Anyway. Right. Things have to be. You know, there's codes that have to be changed. There's going to be enforcement that needs to be changed. There's there's all these things that have to – there's this massive level of bureaucracy that people don't understand of, of you know, how many different organizations and agencies need to be updated just for the simple thing of, you know, it's no longer a crime to not have a license. Right. You know? Right. A lot of people don't understand those delays. They're like, why isn't it, you know, immediate? And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, even if it's, even if it has absolutely nothing to do with criminal code, right? Which this does, even if it has nothing to do with criminal code, think of all the procedural or policy things statewide in government, right? That yeah. all those offices have to be contact. All those people have to be that work in that those offices have to be retrained, not retrained, but well, yeah, I guess in a sense. Yeah, they, right? every, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna end up being you know a lot of a lot of enforcement is gonna have to be uh, sat down. Interagencies are gonna have to be sat down to go over and sign this new training. Mm -hmm. um, it was the same way whenever we were when you know I was where I worked in TDCJ, you know, the criminal justice. When something new came out on the books, it was like immediately the next time that we had the opportunity, we had to have everybody sit down, do a massive training for a couple of days just to go over, you know, a small change right. in, in the way that policy was. Yeah. Yeah. And so I get the, I get the anxiety, the angst, you know, I, I get the, the frustration with people. Um, especially, like I said, people that don't know how government works and they don't see this on a regular basis. For the most part, all they see is the headline culture, right? They, it says this passed or governor signed this and they don't see all the stuff leading up to it. Um, yeah. And that's one of the reasons I took all of the coverage I've had. And it's all in a playlist uh, titled Texas Constitutional Carry 2021, I think. Uh, and I've been keeping everything filed away in that. In that way, if anybody ever says that all this stuff happened, oh, it happens so quick and they just do things with the stroke of the pen and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, you need to go look through the hours and hours and hours and hours of arguments and procedural delays and all of this other stuff, hearings, right, that go on that get you from point A to point B. Uh, you know, it's like I'm a bill on Capitol Hill and people literally think it's that quick, right? It's like somebody presents a bill, they vote on the bill, the bill gets signed, and in two or three days, it's law. And it's like, it does not happen that way. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the bill is. It does not happen that way. Yeah, I mean, the best way to the best way to describe it is like, 
you know, you can't tell me one thing that the government does that's really, you know, that's that's good. You know, they they're always uh, they're always dragging their feet on something. Mm-hmm. Just see how fat, how long it takes for you to get a pothole fixed in your local city. Now imagine that right. on the state level. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, Warsaw is out there. I see the God love grandpa also joining us out there. Uh, Aztec out there. He says, hey, yeah, some news articles keep saying that everyone would be able to carry without a background check. Um, yeah, that drove me up the wall. The you know, one thing that just- aggravated me was not everyone carrying, but that everyone in it, you could buy. They kept putting out this narrative that and where they were getting it, I don't know, but it's so asinine to even think that's correct. They're like, oh, Texas is passing the law now. Anyone can have a gun, can go buy a gun without a background check. And you're like, um, well, not for a dealer, you can't. That's a federal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean that that drove me up the wall because it wasn't just the media. The media is is one thing, but you know, sitting inside that hearing room, listening to uh, uh, what was his name's uh, one of the senators there who who kept on bringing it up that this is somehow taking away all the fail safes, you know, all the protection that the law enforcement has, and it's like, you know, the people are already carrying a gun in their car. You don't right. you don't need a, a, a permit to carry well, in your car. Well, not just that, but you know, somebody in a comment made the statement of something about they feel so much better. They're all for this ultimately, but you know, personally they would feel so much better knowing that everybody had a license that was carrying, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but how do you know unless you stop that person and you say, Hey bro, I see you're carrying a gun. Do you have do you have a license? And that person says, "Yeah, I got a license." Okay. Well, even that, they could lie to you, right? So, yeah. unless there's a situation where you're going to ask everybody you see with a gun if they've got a license and demand that they show it to you, then how do you know anyway? You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's it's this it's it's an unfounded fear to me that it's like, "Oh, this person with the gun, like the guy, I don't remember who it was." Now, may have been Chewy over in the Senate that said during the floor debates, but he said, well, what happens if the family is just eating with their 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 kids in Pizza Hut and a guy walks in with a gun? And I'm like, you know what? If he doesn't walk in waving the gun around, continue to eat your pizza. If he yeah, I mean, walks in waving it around and acting crazy and saying empty the cash register, and well, then you might want to get under the table or you might want to draw your gun and take care of the situation. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, it's like I said in my testimony, it's the people who go out and get a permit anyway, are not going to be the kind of people that are going to go around holding up liquor stores or whatever. Now that they don't need to require a permit, you know, people, people like you and people that are supportive of the second amendment and they go around and do everything the right legal way. I mean, they're not just going to be like, oh, man, I don't have to take my gun course and pay an extra five hundred, eight hundred dollars to get a license to carry it on my hip. Right. I can just start waving that bad boy around. You know, these people understand how how gun safety works. Uh, They've been they've been taught it by their dad, by their grandpa for years. And, you know, some people carried a gun before they could, you know, before they played little T-ball or something. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um we're sort of at the bottom of the uh, hour here. Going to take a second. Uh, Fortech out there says, is it true? You can't hold a firearm in a live stream on here. Says he has an American flag gun scan. And he wants to install on this pistol in a live stream. So he'd better not. Yeah. My advice is do not do that. Um, yes, that is, that has been policy for roughly maybe a year now or so. Um, it has nothing to do with the firearm community. Um, I have spoken with you two behind the scenes. Uh, there may be some additions and updates eventually on that, but it that basically has to do with people that are not firearm channels doing stupid stuff with guns on live streams. Um, and you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to taint this particular podcast by talking about it, but you know certain police and suicidal incidences and other things that people have decided to live stream? Yeah, that's why, unfortunately. Um but yeah, you'll have to do what we're going to do at the top of the hour. Uh, want to pimp that out just uh, again in case we've got folks out there that are unaware. But at uh, nine Eastern, 
8 Central tonight. Directly following this, we've got the June Patreon Launcher Pop, uh, and that's going to go down. And even though that's for the Patreon patrons and the YouTube channel members, uh, it is public and the public is invited. The reason that we do that to uh, that kind of goes along with what Ford Tech out there has asked. The reason we do that is we used to do the Launcher Pop live. But because of that new policy change, or I say new, it's not new. It's been around for at least a year now. But because of that policy change, we had to move to a pre-recorded video uh, and then just hang out in the premiere live chat. So, again, public is invited to come over and uh, and hang out with us on that. Just make sure I haven't missed anybody here. Warsaw Patriot says O'Rourke can eat a big fat one. He can go pound sand. I think he's more likely to go eat the sand. Which yeah, was that was a hilarious. Article. His, I think his time in the he he burned out. I think his, I think the presidential run did him in. I think he would have been better off if he had not ran for president, especially considering the field. You know, he really didn't have a prayer against the uh, the field that the Democrats put up, uh, and I think he would have been better off if he would have just. He's a he's a young guy, obviously, right? Got plenty of time, uh, and I don't want to give him campaigning tips for sure. But <laughs> I think I mean I, I can't be the only one. Better if he'd waited. I can't be the only one who thinks he looks like he's constantly sucking on his teeth. Like he just has that face of my God, get him off the TV. Uh, let's see, some sick shots inside the chat. <laughs> yeah. We've got, uh, that's one of the emojis. Uh, we don't have, uh, they don't have, you know, how they moved everything to water guns and everything else. But what's cool is with our custom channel member emojis, we put whatever we want. G23 says, I've seen live stream competition for shooting on YouTube. So, um, yeah, I've seen some competitive stuff. I haven't seen anything lately. So my question is, has it been anything lately? Uh, that being said, a lot of stuff does and can slip through the cracks. Right. Just because here's the thing. Um, policy does not equal enforcement. And that's the problem on YouTube that I've been working to try to fix, help resolve, make it a little bit better uh, for a little over a year now uh, is the policy says something. And it's kind of like blaming somebody else. If you get pulled over for speeding, you're running down the interstate. There's five, six vehicles in a pack, including you. You get pulled over by the highway patrol and the first words out of your mouth is, but everybody else was speeding. Well, you're the one they pulled over, right? And so to say, well, they get away with it. So why does nobody else? Well, they get away with it just simply because they haven't got caught yet. It's that simple. Um, yep. That Just because they get away with it doesn't mean it's not against the policy or they're getting some kind of favoritism. And people tend to lean toward that. But if you understand the size and scope of YouTube and what it takes to police, I'm using air quotes here, um, YouTube, as far as policy is concerned, not within just the firearm realm, but think about all the other niches and all the other issues they have to deal with, right? From drugs to alcohol to violence to whatever it might be, just the size and scope they're not going to be able to catch everything. Uh, Fire and Fanatic says uh, we're going to implement live stream for content creators that are approved. Uh, soon, so you should get to stream on our platform soon with no rules, uh, just federal laws. So, and yeah, Fire Fanatic is uh, in the process of getting all of their stuff restructured and uh, back online. We talked about it before. Get on there, uh, check out Fire Fanatic. We've been over there for quite some time. Uh, it's a great uh, secondary alternative, whatever you want to call it, platform. Uh, and if we can get enough people on there, maybe even become a primary platform, which is nice. Plain Nut is out there as well as Mikojo is out that way. So Plain Nut says not to mention they just admitted they were speeding by saying something like that. Well, <laughs> that's true, too. But what's worse in the YouTube space, think about this. We we throw each other or other channels under the bus when we do that, right? If our complaint is, well, so-and-so channel gets away with it and so-and-so channel gets away with it. Well, we just threw our fellow colleagues dealing with the same issues we are under the bus. And we, do we really want a situation like that? I don't uh, think we do. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty tricky, man. Just trying to, Everybody's just trying to. Everybody on YouTube is just trying to make their make their way, get their nut, 
find their niche, you know, and the last thing that you need is finding out that your stuff was flagged for something absolutely ridiculous. But yeah. it's kind of the, the this it's the game we have to play right now. Speaking of which, I, I believe I heard about bipartisan uh, bills up in the federal level that's actually talking about taking some antitrust legislation and busting up Google and Facebook and Apple, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't, you know, as so I can't say a whole lot. Now, privately, you and I can have a talk. Me and a lot of people <laughs> have had a talk. Right. Um, I'm under all kinds of NDAs on, on all kinds of things that I've been doing and working on over the last year. Um, hopefully this year, hopefully I'm going to say third quarter, fourth quarter this year. Um, I'm going to be able to talk a little more freely about some stuff, uh, particularly that, that has been going on with YouTube. Um, and there's going to be some policy changes and stuff come into play that I previously alluded to and been talking about that people will start to see the the dominoes line up or however you want to have you on a word that. And so things I've been saying will, will make a little more sense. Um, but, uh, you know, I think we've got some room, at least with some of these platforms. First of all, people make the mistake of lumping all of quote unquote big tech. And you're playing into right wing media when you do that. Right wing right. media, right wing media can brainwash you and show you their narrative just as easy as left wing media can do. So if you're not getting a healthy balance and understanding the, the big picture, then we've we've got a problem at that point. So everybody says, oh, big tech, and they just throw all these big companies in. Well, these big companies hate each other's guts. Not only that, because they're competition in a way. And these big companies also um, have varying policies within said company, not even just said company in Warsaw. Um, you know the rules out here, and that's um, not going to put up with that. Um, knock it off. You can leave the uh, channel if you want, but I don't even want uh, censored out language in my chat. Knock it off. You know better. Um, but they don't have the same, or what I'm saying is they, they have differing policies and stuff. Um, so to say that they're all against us in the same way, they're all lockstep is silly because they're mm -hmm. not, they're completely different. They have completely different agendas in the grand scheme of things. Um, so what I'm getting at is that we have opportunities to actually work. And, and this is something that I've been moving toward. We have opportunities to work with some of these, at least in some aspects. And to me, there's a reason that I've taken on that that challenge is because the alternative is, like you're mentioning, the government getting involved. Do we really want the government involved? As bad as we think, air quotes again, as bad as we think things are right now. The government we, can always make it worse. Right. I mean, that may be good when so-and-so person or party is in office it may be a great thing but it's just like them talking about getting rid of the filibuster right it's like okay that plays great for the democrats right now but then the democrats are going to be whining when the cycles happen political cycles always happen what happens when the republicans you know get the majority again then the democrats are going to be whining about the thing that they got rid of right yep and so if we give this power over to the government and said, oh, we, we, please come save us, gov government, because big tech is just all out of hand, well, then here we go. Yeah, that will eventually, uh, eventually end up making it to where, you know, YouTube uh, or video sharing sites or social media sites are going to have to be .gov at the end, and it's just going to be the government running it. And <laughs> right. Believe me, you don't want the government running any kind of website. We still... I, how long did it take for the Obamacare website to go up? I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Uh, and that's, that's kind of the thing that, that I push for, you know, uh, in, in my personal capacity and then in my professional capacity with the uh, Republican Party is really trying to shake up and break people. And you see it more on the, uh, and I hate to say it, but you see it more kind of with the, the older generations where it's it's really really down pat you know right wing media like you said right wing media can brainwash just as easy as left wing media 
And so I, I really try to help break and shake that up to just really simplify it down to we just want the government to back off. And the, and that was that's the way that our country was founded. It's about keeping, mm-hmm. you know, give me give me dangerous freedom over, you know, safe enslavement. You know, right, right. And so it, no, I get you. Go ahead. Yeah, that and that's what you know. The that that boils down to the Second Amendment as well. It's like we don't need the government to keep us safe if we can keep ourselves safe. Right. Um, yeah, Warsaw out there. Um, yeah, you're not making me mad. You're ticking me off because you know I don't deal with language on this channel. Even if you exit out or use initials, no. Stop it. Just stop it. If you can't pick a better word, leave the chat. It's that simple. Um, that's not a secret. I've been on YouTube six years. In every live stream, I've said that. My moderators know that's the way it goes, too. So a couple things I do want to I do want to hit on out there, and I'm not sure Firearm Fanatic is getting to this or not, but this is a real problem. Again, as I talked about the, the right wing media, the left wing media, anybody out there can bamboozle you and fool you into thinking you're doing exactly what they want you to do. And to that point is is what I read into what Firearm Fanatic is saying. He says, we don't have a problem with platforms enforcing against us. We have a problem with 100 with accountability in our ranks as gun owners, 100%, that's our real issue. And I'm here to tell you that the vast majority of firearm channels that get dinged, demonetized, taken off, have done something to violate policy. Now, is that policy fair? That's a totally different debate. The fact that they violated the policy is not. So they should be aware of the policy and they should be either working to change it which is something that I have been advocating toward and actively working toward, or they should comply with it. One of the two. That goes into what Walsar is saying. Isn't it the government's job to protect people's freedom of speech, though, even if people don't agree with it? Well, no, not on a private platform. Now, if you're, if Red Coconut, are you married? Yep, I okay. am. Okay, so... Should the government allow me to come in your house and curse your wife? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? That's my freedom of speech, brother. Well, you know, it's one of those freedom of speech, but you're not free from consequences. And and that's where it all comes down to. Well, you're Dude, also what, you're also do your you you also own that house and that land, yeah, right? Absolutely. That's your house and your land, but you can very easily say, look. You're not going to talk to my wife that way. Get out of here and don't come back. If you come back, I'm calling the sheriff's department or I'm calling the local PD, right? Right. And that was another thing that I wanted to bring up to Senator Lucio because he, he there at the testimony, we talked talked a bit about, you know, how you can't shout fire in a movie theater or what have you. You know, the the whole thing about freedom of speech, when you get down to it, is the promise of freedom of speech in a constitutional standpoint is that the government as an entity cannot limit your speech, can't ban words, can't imprison you for speech. Now, if you own a business, you can kick somebody out if they're cussing up a storm and throwing, you know, if they, they're going to go up to your customer and cuss them up a storm, they can do that. You know, you, they can't do that. You can you can throw them out. Or if a cuss, one of your employees is cussing out one of your customers, you can fire them and they can't turn around and say, well, it's a free speech issue. It's not a free speech issue. The free speech issue is whether the government as an entity has right. the right to right. to go against you. And so, and so that is the danger, is it not, of the government taking over big tech? Yeah, because when it comes down, you know, you look over the entire history of the United States, when the government has given itself power, it has never let it go. Nope. The government will not let its own power go when you, you know, when you give the government the ability to tell businesses that you have to allow XYZ speech, you give the government the authority to tell companies 
you must ban XYZ speech. Mm-hmm. And that's that double-edged sword. And that's what you were talking about earlier. You know, it's really good whenever it's your politicians and right. it's your party in power. But I, I read this Thomas Sal book. I can't remember which one. I've been listening to him. Oh, it stuff. doesn't matter. Anything is gold from Thomas <laughs> yeah. Sal. Yeah. And, and he, he, he talks about it and he says, you know, the best principle is do not give yourself power that you wouldn't want your opponents to have against you. Yep. I like that. I like that. That's truly how you keep everything, you know, fair. And, you know, to that, hang on just a second. <coughs> Y'all have got me wound up on such a roll tonight. And we don't got long. I got a bell a little bit early because, again, for those that may have come in late, we've got the Patreon, uh, June Patreon launcher pop. Of course, the public's invited to uh, uh, jump over. Uh, Big Gap TV, I see jumped in. And I don't think I've missed anybody else. But if I missed you on a shout out or whatever, uh, definitely, definitely let me know. Um, We've got um, Gizzard out there. He says we can petition them for change, uh, ask advertisers to support our point of view, but we cannot make YouTube or anybody else allow us to just do whatever we want to do. Um, yeah, I mean, we could persuade them that it's beneficial to them from X, Y, and Z standpoint. That's a much more, you know, everybody wants to jump in on this red coconut, but here's my thing. It seems like everybody wants to, I deal with this, especially since covering this Texas constitutional carry stuff. I'm a live and let live. You can have your opinions. I, you know, your, your opinions are driven by your perspective and your education and your knowledge and just upbringing and all these other factors, right? Play into opinions you have and how you see the world and everything else. You know, right. And who am I to say that's wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so what I don't understand is the mentality that we have is is to a activist advocates supporters whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it up and down the food chain right because I don't consider myself an activist by any means but I do some advocacy work um, so we have this this issue that arises from time to time and I see it all the time in the comments of, of YouTube videos especially two a YouTube videos where somebody comes in and they've got this just dug in mentality that it's like this and if you don't agree with me then you're the enemy and you're like but bro i'm not your enemy i i want the same end goal that you want and i'm actively doing my thing which you don't agree with but i'm doing my thing to achieve that goal but yet Mm -hmm. you hate me for it and don't consider me an ally and it's like how do we ever get a hit I, I don't know that we ever, because the individual spirit, which is one of the beautiful things about this country, the individual spirit is what settled the West. You know what I mean? It's a it's a beautiful thing with America, and I don't know that we ever get past those types of divides. And not, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that they're 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 huge things that are detrimental to us in the end. But you know what I'm talking about. You see it in the comments all the time, where it's it's my way or the highway, and you're like, but bro, I'm I'm agreeing with you. You're you're disagreeing that we agree. <laughs> right. And we, you know, dealing with the, the politics side of things, you know, we have, this, this has been a real problem with, you know, politics for a while. Uh, even the, in the, even the foundation of the Republican party, you know, people didn't want the foundation of the Republican party because, you know, some people wanted to just outright abolish slavery. Some people wanted it in a different way. The abolitionists were against Lincoln, you know, because he didn't he didn't go hard enough against it. The abolitionists were against Fred Frederick Douglass for buying his own freedom because that was a um, what was it that was like legitimizing slavery. So even when you agree that slavery is wrong, there's always going to there's infighting, and it's it's what it's only it only weakens people and and. The live and let live, that's actually the American philosophy. It's all based around, you know, you can swing your arms and shout as loudly as you want. You're only wrong whenever you hit somebody else in the face. Right. Right. Um, Guns and Barbecue says Big Tech needs to decide if it's a platform or a publisher. If they want to be protected uh, from being sued, that's fine. But then they need to not limit uh, voice. Uh, They can't have both. (laughs) Um, right. So when it comes when it comes to that, 
whether it's a publisher or it is uh, what was it or a platform, it's not so much about censoring or deleting you know, comments or posts. It's about you're kind of fading in and out and getting staticky there, Red Coconut. You may want to adjust. Oh, sorry. There you How's go. that you're right good. here? No, you're back. All right. So when it comes to either a publisher or a platform, it's not even so much about the deleting of comments. It's the equal application of it. Right. And so that's, that's what it comes down to. Facebook yes. and Twitter have the right to have their guidelines up. But it's whenever you don't see the equal application, that's when the publisher or platform comes, right. argument comes out. Yes. And there's a perverted thing to that that thinks that that means that it's either the wild, wild west or it's not. And it's like it's not what, you know, I hate to hate to paraphrase the, the old saying, but I don't think that means what you think it means. You know what I mean? A lot of people, they they don't have a proper understanding of what that really means. Right. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of even even things that you think are simple are really nuanced. And so that's that's why, like on my channel right now, all I have is is that testimony video that I was able to to get from your live stream. But what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be getting myself a nice setup, a mic and some editing material. And I'm going to be doing like a crash course and conservatism really dig deep into these issues on why some people would disagree, what the disagreements are, and viewpoint from a conservative, you know, a 1776 type conservative viewpoint. Because that's that's all I've been doing. I, I read the Constitution constantly. I'm constantly reading the Federalist Papers to figure out what it is that the where where our path forward goes in all of this. You know, because the right can be just as guilty of on as the left of I want the government to help enforce what I want. And, you know, that's you might have the label as conservative, but that's not really a conservative ideal. <coughs> that would make. Yeah, I agree. Uh, real quick. BJ is out there. And again, we got to end this one a little bit early, unfortunately not. But uh, we're gonna, we will have eventually Red Coconut back on. Um, I will say for Warsaw Patriot and Firearm Fanatic, we need a private phone conversation. Um, so I did type that out there in the chat, but I want to say that on here, I can be easily reached, easily gotten a hold of. I'm not on some high and mighty pedestal. At least not yet. I mean, when I reach a million subscribers, I may have to forget about all you people. Just so you know, I may have to when that sweet, sweet uh, advertising money comes in. Or if Bloomberg offers me a big enough check with enough zeros uh, on it, uh, then uh, zeros and commas, I should say, then, uh, you know, you might not see me again uh, either. But no, get in touch with me. Uh, we definitely need to have a conversation of, uh, a more in-depth conversation, more than we can have on this particular podcast tonight about specifically platforms and policies and what's going on. Because I'm telling you right now from Alex Jones, which I hope I don't get banned just for saying his name, um, to you name it, GunTuber that got demonetized, what they're telling you and what is happening are two totally different things. Um, I know that for a fact. I've seen right. and there's, I've seen and it in black and white. It's not so much about banning because you have some people out there that have been banned, you know, and and, and it's messed up. They shouldn't have been banned. They shouldn't have been demonetized. And what you'll notice is they they can get some you know some legal suits and they they'll get the law involved and eventually that will be cleared out. But it's whenever there's clear cut violations. It's like you have you have no leg to stand on, and that's the problem that a lot of people don't understand. Is like again, it's not a free speech issue if you're in violations of someone's clearly stated guidelines, and if you're trying to make a profession in a streaming service like YouTube, you need to know those policies back and forth. Hey. 
And, you know, and the bad thing is most people don't. That's one of the great things about the Thursday night chat as we go over that. Also, there are tons of folks out there in the chat who will tell you now, I'm a phone call and email or whatever away, and we can talk about policy. And if you're not understanding it specifically with YouTube, I can guarantee you I can nail it down to a T as to what's going on. And if I can't, I've got the connections to get that clarification for you, right? That's right. assuming that you don't know. Uh, yeah, assuming you don't know how to get those for yourself. Uh, BJ out there says Clovertate reaches over and kicks his pedestal. Um, I don't want a pedestal, so I would certainly, uh, I would certainly kick it out from underneath myself if anybody ever tried to put me on one. That's for sure. Um, with that, it's been lively. I've enjoyed this, but unfortunately, we're like four minutes away from the Patreon launcher pop. You're welcome to stick around the channel, jump back over on the channel page. Click on that uh, premiere and hang out with us for, I don't know, 30 minutes or so as we chat and kind of watch me bloviate and shoot a shotgun uh, in a video. But before we go, first of all, Red Coconut, I've enjoyed it. I want to say thank you again for everything that you're doing uh, in the pursuance of 2A and Liberty, uh, going to Austin, testifying in front of the Senate, everything else that you've done. Uh, and I'm glad that you did click on YouTube <laughs> during that and find the live chat because, heck, we made another friend, which is always cool. Um, I have put your channel link out there in the chat. Uh, had a few people asking for that. But as far as if folks want to follow you, uh, that sort of thing, how do they do that or can they do that? Uh, well, right now they can, um, you know, right now, all I've got right uh, going on for me right now is going to be my YouTube channel. It's going to be getting off the ground. So if the link isn't working, I will go back after this is done and just post a comment so you can click on my channel, subscribe to me. And then hopefully within the uh, next few months here, I'll have my, my setup ready and we'll get into some crash courses on conservatism and constitutionality because, you know, that's that's how we're going to get the, the younger generations to really understand why it's important to stand up for your Second Amendment and your First Amendment rights and why sometimes the issue that you think it is isn't actually a constitutional issue. That's, I totally agree. Um, Ashton jumping in late says, what did I miss? Um, well, unfortunately, my friend, we cured cancer in the last 57 minutes, but you missed but it. Only so, if you were here. That, that's what I'm saying. You missed it. You missed out. I mean, we gave away the cure, but it was only free for those that were here, unfortunately. And we're joking, of course, Ashton. We, we can always watch and replay. Remember that if you are in replay, you can comment below. If you've lasted this long in replay, God bless you because you're absolutely awesome. Um, final word for me anyway. Uh, before we head over to the launch air pop for tonight, uh, Rich White has dropped the link out there a few times for firearmfanatic.com, which is a pro 2A uh, friendly social media website. It's been recently updated. Uh, I just got over there and reset up and, and did some things. I think it was yesterday looking awesome. So they're doing a good job uh, at uh, keeping everything up to date and fresh. Go check that out if you have a chance. Uh, but for uh, this episode of The Lounge, I think we're done. And uh, so until next week, peace. Peace.